Hey, this is Doug Sandler, producer of The Entrepreneur's Cafe. Erica is taking some much-needed R&R, and this week we're going to be bringing you a classic rewind episode, one of her popular episodes from way back in the stacks. Check out this classic rewind of The Entrepreneur's Cafe. Welcome to The Entrepreneur's Cafe, where master business coach Erica Ross Krieger and her special guests teach you how to create true entrepreneurial wealth from the inside out. Grab your favorite podcast beverage and get ready for The Entrepreneur's Cafe. Now here's your host, Erica Ross Krieger. Welcome to the cafe, wealthies. Well, grab a cup of something yummy, sit back, and prepare to be inspired. Very inspired. I'm delighted to share today's interview with you as we continue to embark on season three. Today, you'll meet someone who can help us not only rock our entrepreneurship, but do so with ease and flow. Our dream, right? Well, let me introduce him. Bill Carmody is a TEDx speaker, a best-selling author, and chief coaching officer for Positive Intelligence. You've heard me talk about Positive Intelligence before. Well, that's where Bill oversees the application of mental fitness for thousands of coaches worldwide. He's also responsible for the creation and rollout of the Sage Business Development Program and has a passion for supporting coaches elevating the business end of their coaching business. And Bill has had some epic adventures in his life. I may ask him to tell us about a few, but I'll tell you this. From becoming a top 100 sales influencer to standing next to Tony Robbins as he rang the opening bell for NASDAQ to dropping 50 pounds and finishing in the top 50% in his first 140.6 mile Ironman. He was even flown to Brazil to interview Sir Richard Branson. He's written two books, and I hear he's working on a third. Maybe we'll hear more about that. Bill's a highly sought-after trainer and a professional certified coach with the International Coaching Federation. He works with world-changing visionaries who are brave enough to build a better future. As you can already tell, the purpose of Bill's life is to be an inspirational leader who solves problems and creates breakthroughs for himself and others, which is exactly why he's here in the cafe today. I'm honored he's with us, and I'm proud to call him a business mentor, a colleague, and a comrade in spreading positive intelligence throughout the world. Welcome to the cafe, Bill Carmody. Thank you so much, Erica. This was amazing. That's such a great introduction. I love being able to be here with you on your show. Thank you for having me. Well, here we are in the Entrepreneur's Cafe. I am drinking water today. What beverage can I pour you? I got water and tea. <laughs> I got a little bit of both. <laughs> Woohoo! Well, let's start off, shall we, with you telling us as much as you want to about any journey of entrepreneurship you've had in your life. Oh, I, it's really funny. That's my favorite topic, so I'll keep it tight so we have room for something else. <laughs> oh, okay. You know, and when my when I was 12 years old, my parents got divorced. And the reason I start there is because that's the moment I became an entrepreneur. And it came from a place of scarcity, which we'll talk about. We talk about saboteurs, and I'm sure your listeners know about that. But I experienced my hyperachiever and my controller at the young, ripe age of 12, when suddenly I realized, oh my goodness, my two music teacher parents who barely could afford to hold the family together as is are now separating. There's no chance in hell that they're going to be able to financially support me and my brother as we sort of grow up. And so like no one said that out loud. It was just a lie in my head. But what that started was my very first paper out, 
which led to my very first lawn care business, door-to-door selling. And by the time I was a senior in high school, I had five jobs and thousands of dollars in my bank account. I had more than my mom. I actually helped her put the down payment on her car because I didn't like the crappy car we were driving around in. So I had her upgrade to, at the time, a very slick Nissan Maxima. I was super excited about that. So I've been an entrepreneur from that point and then built uh, several businesses. I had Seismicom was my first business in San Francisco, which we got up to $25 million in revenue annually. TradePoint, uh, another multi-million dollar marketing agency. And then of course, now at uh, Positive Intelligence, you know, we have really just exploded in terms of the growth in the last three years. So it's been a very fun entrepreneurial journey there too. Wow. I have to take a breath on that one. Woo. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, to ask you, what hurdles would you say were some of the biggest ones, not in the only in the earlier days, but currently what have been some of the biggest hurdles? And then also tips you have for, and you, you've used for overcoming them or not. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's great. In fact, I think the most telling thing for your listeners, let me start there and then we can unpack anything else you want. Sure. The most telling thing was, is that when I finished my second uh, company, TradePoint and exited successfully, super happy, I got into coaching. And the reason I did that was because I wanted to help people more than brands. And I thought, well, you know what? This is what's astonishing in the coaching industry. The majority of coaches make only $50,000 a year. That's not sustainable. So I went out and interviewed all these seven-figure coaches, Tony Robbins, Kendall Summerhawk, Suzanne Ev- uh, Everett, and sorry, I'm, I'm blanking on uh, Peter. God, what's his last name? I'll go, come to me in a second. But he's the one of the top seven-figure coaches in Australia, Peter Cook. And after, and, and then also I was able to do uh, Richard Lipman as well to sort of hear all of what are the most successful coaches doing. And the reason I'm sharing that as context is that even though your listeners are entrepreneurs, they may not be coaches. What I found was I created this success formula called the Millionaire Coaches Marketing Playbook that I, ge- I freely gave to coaches and supported them in figuring out how to create seven-figure coaching practices. Yeah. And what I found was the tale of two coaches. They were the coaches who immediately took action. They said, this is amazing. I'm going to put this to work. And there are these other coaches who just did nothing. And I'm like, this is it. I used the own, my own formula. My first year of coaching, I made $350,000. I say that because I know you talk money and finance in this podcast. Mm-hmm. And it, those things like if I can create this, I want everyone else to be able to create seven-figure co- coaching practices. And I could see that the advice I'd been received was on point. I knew it was what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. What's the difference? It was the mental fitness was the key to unlocking all of the great insights that exist out there in the world. And that to me is why I'm here at Positive Intelligence is the concept of sage business development. How do you develop companies and businesses in your sage as opposed to your saboteurs? That's the difference. It is the X factor as far as I can see. Wow. Well, what I love about that whole idea is the idea that there were two different groups of people. And I, I see the same thing. I hear it with my listeners. Oh, great information. And some of them take it and run. And some of them, well, let me think about it more. Or they're paralyzed with that much information or whatever. So what's the secret for people? So the thing that I find is, is that if I go back, I was very successful at all these different businesses, even as a high school kid, right? From high school all the way through, I continue to let my hyperachiever drive me. But let me tell you the absolute truth, because I'm sure a number of your listeners have had this experience. The hyperachiever keeps moving the goalpost. 
So every time I would be successful, the hyper Jews say, yeah, but, and then it's like, but there's this other thing and then keep going. It got to a point where it was so bad in 2000 and it was 16, no, 2015. What happened was I had been on the Inc. 5000 list two years in a row. Wow. I had created financial freedom for myself. I had a beautiful wife and beautiful kids. Ah. I literally had everything that I had promised myself as a 12 year old that I would have in my life, everything. And I wanted to end my life. Oh my God. Oh my God. And that right there is the hyperachiever saboteur in, in full bloom. I can relate to it. I know hyperachiever extremely well. Let's just, oh, I'll be happy when. Oh my God. And so the then is, what? No, that's the thing. So you see, you listen to entrepreneurs and they're literally killing themselves because mm. they just, there's no, there's not enough. And so there's constant that, that piece of I'm not enough. My business is not enough. The not enoughness permeates and drives them. And now some people listening right now are going to say, yeah, but I need that. That's the yeah, but from the saboteurs. It's the lie of our saboteurs that say we cannot be successful unless we have that drive. It is absolute horseshit. Uh, and I so agree. <laughs> because what happens is that you may be successful driven by your saboteurs. It's possible. I experienced it. I did it. But you're not happy. Ditto, but I got sick. Well, exactly. You got sick. I destroyed so many beautiful relationships. At one point with Seismicom, my $25 million a year annual revenue company, we had 75 employees in multiple offices, including South America. Do you know how many people I'm friends with today? Mm. None. I'm acquaintances, but like I, in my mind, I'm like, I changed these people's lives, these ungrateful bastards, right? <laughs> like, how could they possibly... But here it was. My controller railroaded them. It they were never enough for me. It didn't matter what they did. There was always another level. And I would, I would never look to what they did and accomplish as a good thing. I would constantly challenge them to go bigger and brighter and faster and more. And that's exhausting. For it's everyone. so exhausting. It's exhausting to listen to. If you think, you know, if you look all over social media, it's like, when's your launch? When are you going to push this? When are you going to push that? When is your next this? When is your bigger this? It's a... Uh, yeah, I find it challenging to stay in my sage around all of that. I'll have to tell you a story about this little 15-year-old recently who won, and I'm sorry, I know her name is Isabel, and she just recently won the U.S. National Skating Championship. I'm a big skating fan, right? And she talked about her skate winning the gold and what it was like to stay in what she called the serenity zone. Beautiful. Is that great? Yeah, she's a sage, natural, and part of her talent is being able to be in that place. It's right, right. So what were some keys and secrets for you to learning how to get into your sage? So, so the thing is, is that it didn't actually happen in the first couple iterations. What I mean is all the things that I shared with you up until the point I joined Positive Intelligence, mm -hmm. I really, truly bought into the lie that my controller, my hyperachiever were good for me, mm -hmm. that they were successful, look at all the things. And if I just buckled down more, if I had even more discipline, things would work out. But here's the thing, beautiful thing of ease and flow, you know, walking into positive, positive intelligence, what that allowed me to do was starting to get that all these wonderful insights from these seven figure coaches weren't worth the paper they were printed on 
if the if the individual couldn't be in sage and so this whole concept is how can i do all of the things i'm accomplishing in ease and flow Ugh. and i live that live it for the last three years i'm telling you these last three years have been complete ease and flow i love what i do i do what i love and yes, I'm still highly productive. I'm hugely effective. I'm having more impact in the last three years than I've had in the last 29. And yet let's I make sure that the listeners hear this, which is success still happens, only happens in ease and flow. Right. That's right. And think about this. Like, uh, we set out three years ago to really bring mental fitness into the coaching industry. And now 35,000 coaches have taken our grant program, which is about half of all coaches in the world in three years. It's so if, if that's not success, I don't know what is. You know, you look at that. And yet I'm doing it in total love, in total deep connection. I am every night I go to bed, I'm like, I'm very happy with the accomplishments I've made. I, there's no part of me that says, you better have done this. Or what, what about your social media profile? What about this over thing? You didn't write six more blogs this week. Why didn't you do that? And oh my gosh, you didn't return the 90 emails you got in your inbox. Right? None of it. None of it. And if you can feel that sense of peace and calm and that love space, right? Then you're so much more juiced energetically to go do the things the world needs the most. Okay, so now you know the next question that somebody sitting here in the cafe sipping their tea is leaning forward and asking is, well, Bill, how the hell do we do that? Yes, right. Now, have you done Peaky Rups on your show? Let's do some. I have, but, you know, come on. You want to lead us through some? I'm saying, I'm telling you. So there's one thing to tell you about it, and there's a whole other thing to experience it. I'm going to invite our listeners to experience. So, like, if you're not driving... Please close your eyes. If you are driving, you can still follow along, but close your eyes. Cool. Let's do that. Take a nice deep breath in and let it out. Another nice deep breath in and let it out. And now just breathe normally. And notice the rising and falling of your chest and stomach with each breath. Let go of any thoughts as they come and bring all your attention to your breath. Notice the temperature of the air as it enters your nostrils and the temperature of the air as it exits your nostrils. As you continue to breathe, Listen for the farthest away sound that you can hear. Now listen to the closest sound. And if the closest sound isn't the sound of your own breathing, hear your breathing now. In a moment, I'm going to invite you to open your eyes. But as you do, create fine attention to the sensations of your eyelids as they open. Go ahead and open your eyes now. Cool, huh? Yay! 
Now, listeners, you guys have heard me do some of that before, but wasn't it juicy to hear Bill's soothing voice? And don't you feel like you're sitting more in your wise sage? That's it. And I'll tell you, Erica, what's so beautiful about being inside an organization that does this work, the moment I was fully in to positive intelligence was the moment that I was having a meeting like you and I are having right now. And Sherzad said, time out, hang on. I'm hijacked right now. I'm experiencing my saboteur. I need to do a few PQ reps. And he just closed his eyes. He took himself two minutes. I did it with him. And then he came back and he said, no, when you said this thing right there, I realized my judge showed up and I wasn't going to be able to continue our conversation. Took them up doing PQ reps. And now I can tell you with sage discernment, this is the part of what you said that's true. And this is the part that I don't agree with, but I'm doing this in a place of discernment, not in a place of judgment. How beautiful to be around that in your workplace, right? How beautiful to be in that when you're with your coaching clients. Yes. And you can bring your authenticity forward and say, here's what's so. How beautiful. Why? And you wonder why I'm on the bandwagon. That's why, guys. Right. But I've never seen this before. Like I, for those people who've done Tony Robbins work, I've done every program Tony Robbins has ever offered. I am a senior leader in his organization. I've done lots of stuff. So it's not like this is the only thing I'm drinking the Kool-Aid of positive intelligence. I am drinking the Kool-Aid, but it's like, I've done all these other things, NLP, uh, all kinds of really wonderful training programs. There is such a distinction when somebody walks the walk and lives their operating system. That's the difference. And let's, so- let's make sure we unpack the word operating system too, because I don't use that a lot on the show with people. But so tell us a little tiny bit. I mean, I know we yeah, could go yeah. on forever, but tell us a little bit about what you mean by the word operating system. So the p- positive intelligence operating system is really what is mental fitness? Mental fitness is your capacity to respond to life's challenges with positive rather than a negative mindset. And the operating system is super simple. There's Saboteur, intercept your saboteurs, number one. Number two, use your self-command, and that's how you intercept your saboteurs. And then you'd grow your sage muscles. And that is empathy, number one. Explore, number two. Innovate, number three. Navigate, number four. And activate, number five. That is the entire operating system of positive intelligence. And it's so stupid simple because if you are experiencing negative emotions, stop. You're in saboteur land. And it doesn't even matter which saboteur it is. Do your peaky reps, which is your self-command muscle, and come back to your sage. And every time you do that, you grow one of the five, if not all five sage muscles, you strengthen your sage, and it becomes so automatic once you do this work on a regular basis. And suddenly, you are continuously in ease and flow. The minute something feels difficult, you know it's a saboteur, stop. Don't try to force your way through. Check in. What's going on for me right now? So much more effective when I can be in saves doing this work. Oh, my God. So wonderful. So wonderful. So what's on the horizon for Bill Carmody and what's on the horizon for positive intelligence? Both. Why don't you let yeah. us know about that? So let me start there. So I will say, tell you, like everything we're talking about is what I'm on fire to bring into the world. So I have written the first draft and now I'm just going through the editing process of my next book called Sage Business Development. That's exactly what we're talking about. How do you do all work of business development in sage, ease, and flow? 
And while it's specifically written with the, with the lens of a coach, because we're here committed to helping all 100,000 coaches be successful in the work that they do, any entrepreneur can unpack the exact same thing and say, rather than having a coach client as the outcome, their version of their clients will help them be able to be very successful in this work. So awesome. So when that book's ready to go to press, you're getting you back here yes. on the show so we can promote that. Yay. Yay. And, and what's on the horizon for positive intelligence in general? Is it just to hit all 100,000 coaches? What else? Right. So we are committed to bringing mental fitness to 10 million individuals in the next seven years. Oh. So on track already, we've had hundreds of thousands of people already go through our program. So now it's like you see the exponential growth curve. We're getting into as we get 100,000 coaches into our platform, they will have their own clients, millions of individuals there separately. We're doing B2B work. So we've got all kinds of massive Fortune 100 companies that are doing this work, bring it into their system. So imagine one company has 10 or 20,000 employees or even 100,000 employees, what that does in the world. That's what we're working on. And I would invite your listeners that if they have not done this or they're new to positive intelligence to go check out the saboteur assessment, it's the best way to understand everything we just discussed today. And that's positiveintelligence.com slash assessment. Simple as that. Fabulous, Bill. And um, I'll say, too, if they want to have a debrief about that assessment, I'll name something they can have. I don't know how your availability is for having them ha have a... Do with you first. Have them do with you. Well, okay. okay. So I, I just want, you know, I mean, I'm like, okay, let's just play this out, guys, because you're hearing it live and real, which is... Why would I think about it right now? Why would I, as a coach, invite somebody else on and promote his business? And that's because there's no scarcity here. Exactly. That's exactly why we're doing this, right? I am a wholehearted proponent of PQ, bringing it out in the world, Bill's work. Either way, just go take the assessment. If you want to forward it to me, I'll put the my email in the show notes, tapwitherica at gmail.com and you're Glad to have, I'm glad to have a 20 minute debrief session with you to talk about what showed up there. And also, we're going to put in the show notes Bill stuff, right? Bill, what, yeah, what some of the ways that they can reach you? Yeah, absolutely. So, there's, well, make sure you have my LinkedIn connection. That's probably the fastest, easy way to connect with me. I have a calendar link if someone wants to, to check in. That's perfectly fine. But I will tell you, the biggest value that I can give them personally is the other book that's out there in the marketplace right now, my Amazon bestseller, Three Rules of Marriage. FreeRules.com. If you're into relationships, and that can be either personal or professional, but I really focus on the personal relationship side of the three rules of marriage. They apply to business too. You can get two free chapters of my book by going to FreeRulesOfMarriage.com. Oh, and we'll make sure we put that in the show notes. Oh my gosh, Bill, there's so much more, but I really, I, I, I know we're coming to the bottom of the cup of tea and water that we're both drinking. So we'll wrap it up for today and gr much gratitude to you. And, and thank you so much for being here. And I'll do a final goodbye to the audience, but blessings to you. Thank you so yeah. much for all you're doing in the world as well. And thank you for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Well, wealthies, thank you for stopping in today for this cup full of inspiration. May you always remember that success is in your nature, and true wealth starts from the inside out. All of the information from today's episode will be in the show notes, 
including links to Bill's website, contact info. We will see you next week for some more deliciousness. Thanks for listening to the Entrepreneur's Cafe podcast. If you like the show, please rate, recommend, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts so we can spread the positivity and the love of entrepreneuring from the inside out. Until next time, my friends, listen to your big entrepreneurial heart. Follow your passion, take that inspired action, and be boldly and brilliantly you. You can get more valuable advice and inspiration from Erica's free Entrepreneur's Toolkit over at ericarosscoach.com forward slash toolkit.